Hi, welcome back to another episode of Queer Tales, and today we'll be talking about Marcela Garcia Ibias and Elisa Sanchez Loriga. So yeah, on with the podcast. Catholic Spain. What a lovely place to be in as a homosexual couple. Yes, very nice, considering the fact that they once publicly burned a Maltese teenager and a Spanish soldier to soot and ash after the two of them openly confessed to being gay. But hey, it's the early 20th century. What could go wrong? Back in 1880-something, Marcelo arrived at A Coruna in Galicia, Spain, with the hopes of studying to become a teacher. There she met Elisa, and the two fell in love. Word got out to Marcelo's parents, so they sent Marcelo to a school in Madrid in hopes of her settling down. But as shown in the last episode about Julie, sending your daughter away all the while praying away the gay never works. About a decade rolls by and Marcella has completed her training and is teaching at a school in Dumbria. And Elisa is teaching in Calo, only seven miles away from Marcella. For two years, Elisa would secretly sneak away at night to visit Marcella. They despised having to hide their love and concocted a plan to get married. Elisa cut her hair short and donned men's clothing. She took on the name of her dead cousin who was shipwrecked, Mario Sanchez. And Marcella took on the name Luigi, and the two of them went on a... Ah, who am I kidding? That never happened, though I kind of wish it did. Anyways, on with the story. Mario then visited the little church of San George and met with Father Cortilla whom he told the elaborate lie of being raised by an atheist father in London. Because said father never allowed him to be baptized as a kid, he came here to officially get indoctrinated. The priest happily baptized Mario on May 26, 1901. That same priest married the two women on June 8, 1901. I kind of pity that priest for being so gullible. Like, I mean, after all... It did end up costing him his job and dignity. At the time of the marriage, Marcella was pregnant, which helped validate the marriage. Marcella planned to tell her mother about her marriage, but the plan was foiled. While the two women was able to fool the priest, they weren't so lucky with their friends and neighbors, who had known them for a long time. Those friends and neighbors exposed them to the press, and their story was spread from Spain to France to Belgium, and even all the way to Argentina under the title of The Marriage Without a Man. As a result, the two of them were fired and excommunicated, and a warrant for their arrest was set into action. For the excommunication to happen, it had to be proven that Maria was a woman, so a doctor was sent to examine her. She tried to pass off as a hermaphrodite, which she said she had been diagnosed as one in London, but that didn't work, so the two of them fled to Porto, Portugal, and there, Marcella gave birth to a daughter. Elisa was forced to take on a new identity, and guess what name Elisa chose to go by? Come on, guess. Pepe. <laughs> Honestly, Elisa has a great taste in names. The two laid low for a while before getting discovered and subsequently arrested on August 18, 1901. The Portuguese agreed to deport them back to Spain, but before doing so, trialed them for crimes in Portugal. The couple was released before their extradition, giving them the opportunity to escape to Buenos Aires, Argentina.
I'm slow clapping. Wow. Congratulations to the person who decided to release these two women early. That's both brilliant and hilarious at the same time. Brilliantly hilarious. Anyways, in Argentina, the two changed their names once more, with Marcella taking on the name Carmen and Elisa taking on the name Maria. The two of them began working in domestic services. Elisa married a man named Christian Jensen, who was 20 plus years older than her, and convinced him to allow her sister, Carmen, and her niece to live with them. Things went great for a while, but then Christian began growing a bit suspicious after Carmen, I mean Maria, these names are getting kind of confusing now, refused to sleep with him. Christian was all like, okay gang, let's see who Carmen and Maria really are, and amassed the two girls. And <gasps> Marcella and Elisa! Christian took Elisa to court in 1904, but the court ruled that their marriage was valid due to the fact that it was between a man and a woman. It was after this point that the two women disappeared off the face of the earth. In 1909, the Mexican police reported that Elisa committed suicide in Veracruz, but that was never confirmed. Marcella was stated to have married, this time with a man, but that hasn't been confirmed. In Argentina, a woman named Norma Gracila Moore discovered that she was Marcella's great-granddaughter, so that's great news. What's also great is that according to the DOCCN archive, their marriage certificate was never annulled by the church or the civil registry, and that the legality of the pair's marriage was sealed when a fire destroyed the document. That's it for today's episode, and thanks for tuning in. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of the day, and bye!